Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Matt, do you like depression, sadness, and just general disdain for humanity? Uh, that's my default setting. Well, man, do I have some news stories for you when we get there eventually. Yeah, that's my opener. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the news this week's real rough. You know, it's not very, uh, not very thrilling. You know, and there's only one person to blame for that. This guy. <laughs> We're all looking for the guy that. Did... Uh, in case you forgot, this is the Gamers Two Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. I do appreciate that. In case you forgot, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in case you forgot, and I did curate the news, and it is terrible. And you know what? I uh, I don't know what to tell you. Um, you know, I try to branch out into things that um. You know, I might not be directly interested in, but, you know, might some other people might be interested in. But sometimes I'm just like, you know what? Who cares? Who cares? No one. No one cares about anything. Life is pain, Jerry. That's the second time I've heard that quoted to me this week. Really? It's the second time I said it this week. Not related to these two statements. Not related. Yeah. Believe it or not. Weird. Yeah, it is strange. Speaking of things that aren't pain. New releases? Hey, segues. Flawless execution. (laughs) Number one, Destiny's Sword for the PC. Number two, A Plague Tale Requiem for PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch. Heard it went more more mainstream with the uh, gameplay. Which we knew from the trailer. I, if I remember correctly, my exact comment when watching the trailer was, oh, you went from sneaky sneaky to murder murder. Mm. I do remember an inkling of that now that mm. you say that. Do you remember? you <laughs> Matt remembering things I've said. <laughs> what, a, what world do we live in? Remembering anything, period. You know, That's true. I'll take the victory where I can get it. And number three, Amberial Dreams for the PC. Number four, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and the other one. That's out, huh? Yeah. You want to trap ghosts? We got one! Leave James and Elise Willems are involved as voices? Mm. 
Garrison producing Kutra on it as well. A lot of a lot of people on it. Wonder I wonder how it is. Uh number five, Marvel Snap is officially out for the PC. Is this like Pokemon Snap? No, I believe this is the one you were talking about was supposed to be their magic rival. Wasn't it? The card game? I talked about that. <laughs> you wrote the story in the document like a month I, ago. Uh memory. Not work. <laughs> Bad brain. Yeah. I hear that just smelling cinnamon can help with your memory retention. Cinnamon in general, but even if you just smell it. So if you just huff cinnamon? Yes. So the reverse effect of huffing glue. Apparently. It rebuilds brain cells. <laughs> Uh, I'll, uh, you I'm, know what? Maybe I'll start doing that. I'll keep a cinnamon stick, like, in a Ziploc bag, and I'll snort it every morning. Yeah, I'm correct. And Kotaku's gloriously clickbait article is Marvel Snap is probably the best digital card game out there right now. I've, the past, like, couple weeks, I have, my revulsion for clickbait has skyrocketed. Sky, yeah, it has skyrocketed. And you know what set me off? Ooh, um... I don't even remember what the story was, but it was... Uh, I want to guess something with NVIDIA. It probably was, based on the YouTube channel that it was. Oh, okay. But I rarely... I don't I don't subscribe to them, so it must have just been like a feed thing, uh, you know? The old, you've watched was, people similar to. Yeah, it, it was a Linus Tech Tips thing. And like, uh, I, don't, I, can't remember, I can't remember what the video was or what the title was or anything, but I remember seeing it and being like, just, I don't know, blood, blood boiled immediately. Now it's like I'm fucking done with these clickbait shit. Like if I see another clickbait title, you're getting written off. Like that's it. You're just you're done. You're done. Yeah. It's like you know, if I order a pizza and you give it to me in squares, you're done. If you're I order done. pizza, I said slices and you give it to me in squares. Yeah. We're on a break. You're on. <laughs> yeah. You're done. <laughs> you're done till I forget. <laughs> you're done till I'm desperate. Yeah. And which out of options? With me, generally, I forget which ones have done it to me. See, you have more options. I know specifically the yeah, last one that did yeah. it to us. Yeah, but that it wasn't a, surprisingly see, it wasn't a and terrible I see them frequently. Yeah. And I let them know. You fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up. Who does squares? Come on. Unless what, it's a party. If you order a pizza what, and it's a square pizza, then give me the squares. Sure. But if it's a circular pizza. Because if I pizza, order a square pizza or a rectangle pizza and you give it to me in slices, I have so many questions. Yes. Either way. Why is the default for a round pizza squares to some people? Why is that a thing? I don't know. What heathenistic group of people went, you know what would be a good idea? I want to take square pegs out of the round hole. What? It's just it's just not right. And anybody that likes squares over slices is objectively wrong, and I don't like that. I mean, really, it's a microcosm of everything that's wrong with our society. Right? Yeah, exactly. Squares just shouldn't exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. In in the world, Just eliminate no squares. squares. That could save, you know, that could solve global climate change. That's what I'm looking for. That could, a lot of them. That could Just solve climate change. Exactly. If everything was just round, give us the crabs back. Crab people. Everyone's gonna be like, "What, what? the fuck?" Is they about? <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. Number six. You didn't see the the missing missing Alaskan crabs. Oh, and that whole thing! Two billion crabs disappeared. No, it was disappeared. Two... Air quotes. Yeah, disappeared like things that go into the Sedna's abyss. Yeah, like they just like scurried away. Ah, uh, do you get the reference? The what abyss? 
Sedna's Abyss. I don't know the reference. I think that's the name. Witcher. Okay. The one in, out in Skellige. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. That's actually just Vilgefortz. Yeah. Or, yeah, Vilgefortz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. His little storm bullshit that yeah. he does and sucks all the ships down. Yeah, his teleporting storm. Yep. He's Spoiler alert. <laughs> He's a dick. Number six. Them's fighting herds for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Now, them's fighting herds. Let's be clear. Love the name. Really hoping it's not disappointing gameplay because all I want is herds of animals fighting each other. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's like an RTS. With that would be that would be hysterical. But I'm gonna come up with a great idea worth millions of dollars, and it won't be that. Yeah. Like XCOM, but cows. <laughs> Moo. Or like total. Oh, no, total war. Yeah. Yeah. You have different units of different yeah. animals. Cavalry, just horses. Yeah, just horses. <laughs> That's, That's it. it. <laughs> what if you had cows on cows? You had double barrel cows. You have your uh, your um, artillery. Cows pulling what the hell out. Are they called skirmishers, and it's just like monkeys that throw their poop. No, that's your scouts. It's scouts, okay. Your skirmishers are going to be like boars. Boars. Or honey badgers. Just in out. Not much health. But, okay. Prairie dogs. Prairie dogs. <laughs> and all their entire animation is just go. <laughs> What's going on over there? Uh, what? And then, and then it's just that one of that gif where she's going, Steve! Steve! Oh, references. We're not even to number seven, which is the last hero of nostalgia for the PC and Xbox. Number eight, the last worker for the PC. Number nine of Blades and Tales for the PC. Number 10, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection for the PC. Number 11, The Valiant for PC. Number 12, Batora Lost Haven for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number 13, Hell is Others for the I, PC. I agree. Yep. I'll just buy the game in solidarity. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 14, the Jackbox Party Pack number 9 on everything. Number 15, Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope for oh, the shit. Switch. Officially out. Number 16, the Pegasus expansion for PC. Number 17, Warhammer 40k, Shooters, Blood and Teeth for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 18, unfortunately, Gotham Knights for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Is it not getting reviewed well? Oh, it, no. Okay. I haven't seen anything. It looked bad. It looked bad, okay. It it honestly is just like a gigantic disappointment. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah, I was like, oh, cool, my Christmas break game. Oh, it sucks, never mind. Number 19, JoJo Siwa Worldwide Party for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 20, new Tales from the Borderlands Hmm. for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, and Switch. For some reason, I feel like that's out actually next week and not this week, but I'm going to say it anyway. And Persona 5 Royale for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Games. 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 I feel disappointing for Evans. 
Okay. That was a lot of games and a lot of rambling. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I think you're going to regret that. No, that's not that bad. Are you threatening me? It's pretty even. You're going to come to regret that choice. (laughs) Number one. G4 is shutting down just one year after the game's focused broadcaster relaunch. Uh, Deadline obtained a memo from Dave Scott, chairman and CEO of G4 Parent, Comcast Spectator, informing employees that all G4 operations are being discontinued effective immediately. Deadline reports that the shutdown affects, quote, a few dozen employees and contract workers, end quote, with Comcast considering some for other roles elsewhere in the company. Multiple members of the G4 team expressed frustration via Twitter, both regarding the layoffs and the fact that they learned this either via the deadline report or associated tweets. That's the worst part, I think. Yeah, I mean, a couple things. Is one of them the writing was on the wall? Yeah, that's the first one. That's really, I mean, it sucks, right? Because you don't want to see anybody lose their job. No. That being said, it's not surprising. No, I don't think so. I mean. Not to me. I I was excited to see it come back, but it didn't offer or do anything better or maybe even as good as anything else on YouTube or wherever they were. it's the part where it's the sad reality that stuff has shifted so much now that in order to actually create, and this is not even relevant, well, this is relevant to this podcast, but not in the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to create anything new in like the video game field or even return to such a thing and be a f- shell or whatever you want to call it of what once was is almost impossible because your cons- your consumer's options are near infinite to not watch it. Yeah. And there is always somebody that will, you know, click better more than what they do, whatever, yada, yada. You got to find, like, your your niche. What Right. And, and being generic doesn't do it for you. No. And I'm not saying that they were generic and that they didn't have unique takes or unique anything. No. I'm just saying that they they did what we do where it's, Giant net. We just grab yeah. it all. We don't hyper-focus on anything except Football Manager F1. Mm-hmm. Wow, and any other game that I'm playing because Matt doesn't play games. The... That's our <laughs> stick. Fuck. That's, that's <laughs> our whole thing. It's a video game podcast with only one guy that plays games. The um, But when they're trying to do everything and like, you know, whatever their gimmick stuff was and whatever, it just wasn't the, the same. And I don't know if it's if there's just like an invert, not an aversion to it, but it's kind of like, yeah, we all know what it's going to kind of be. It's just whatever. It's not mm-hmm. like you're not Ninja who could just, or shroud or doc or whoever. That's just going to go live and pull 30,000 people. And that's just that. Whether or not they made the right call to go back to cable. I don't know. I think that was always a weird one. Mm-hmm. I think them trying to be the consistent network was also weird where like, I don't know how they actually would have functioned if they just said we're a Twitch streaming channel that goes live for four hours on every day 
from like you know ten to two or noon to four or something, and just says, "Hey, we're I mean, that's, do that," and then and then not do anything else. That's kind of the problem right there is they didn't really focus on any one thing. Yeah, because they I don't were like... doing YouTube stuff too. They were doing YouTube videos, and then they were doing the streams, and then we also had. They had the cable deals, and it's like... Yeah, and I don't know that the cable deals were ever the smartest thing, but that's just because no. I, th- I think cable's a piece of shit, and they're, they are a 110% not the audience you want. Yeah, um, I mean, there's no audience for you on there. Right. But to do the streaming stuff, like I think you could have still functioned at a smaller level, at a focused thing of, like, we're going to do... We're going to be live for four hours. That'll be our live content. And we'll record for the other four hours. That will be, you know, uploaded to YouTube later or whatever. But just don't try to be live all the time with all this content. And I don't know. I just don't know how it all functioned. If I'm being honest, it's just I don't know. That there was word. He said a year on, and the entire time, other than the beginning, I was just kind of like, oh, all right, yeah, they're still doing stuff. Okay, hope so. Like nobody's talking about it other than the people I followed that work there. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. watching anybody that I didn't know. They don't, yeah, because because they don't do anything. They didn't offer anything that you couldn't get easier or better from somewhere else. Yeah, it's just like yeah. So, hopefully, they. I all, don't know. Uh... I don't know. It's like a lot of the companies that a lot of the places that still do that type of stuff are have been established for a long time and are already too large to like fail quickly like you know so like your IGNs like they're not that's that's even then, competing they've pivoted, they've pivoted ma- massively too oh yeah <clears throat> like they've kept their position just by pivoting because they had to but you're not going to compete with that if you no don't. it's like you're and even in that space other than like indie creators or writers and, and sites like that you're down to a handful 10 or less like game sites that when i go name me 10 you can actually get there yeah in terms of like popularity yep so yeah there's just too much that happens via twitter and reddit and twitch streaming and whatnot that it's it's interesting i don't know if there's a like reporting on video games and reviewing games and everything has become so wildly different than than what it was than what it used to like be. they were your go-to at the time oh yeah they they were the only option because really. other than getting a magazine you didn't have an option yeah now game comes out you open twitch or youtube mm-hmm. you find there's your twenty thousand people yeah with videos reviews streams going and you just go all right, which one do I want to watch? Mm-hmm. You either have a couple of reviewers that you trust because, like, you've you've read their stuff or you followed their stuff for so long, you know where they're like, how they're. You have a barometer for them, or you go on Twitch and you watch someone play the game, and you're like, yeah, I think I'd like this. Yeah. Nah, I don't think I'd like. This. Like I was talking to the guy from work when we were discussing Gotham Knights. He's mm-hmm. like. He he gets really into like the technical side of a lot of things. So yeah. he watches Digital Foundry's reviews mm-hmm. on a lot of things, where even they don't necessarily like review the game; they review like the technical aspects. Yeah, of it. but he's found that he very much will use them on whether or not he should play a game. He's like, even though 
he's like, I don't. They they review in a way that he relates to, so they know he knows that if they say something that he would also find annoying, that he can use that. But if yeah. they don't necessarily discuss the game, he can still solve it for himself, whether mm-hmm. or not he would play it. But that's one of like that's one of his go tos. Oh, new games coming out. Let's see if I want to play it. Digital Foundry video. Yep. Yay, nay. Okay. You know, use them. So it's just, just all, everybody has their their place now. Yep. Except for G4, it does not have a place. That's true. Dead. Rip. Number two. Former Rooster Teeth director, producer, and content creator, Caden Jensen, has shared a lengthy report into the company's culture. Jensen alleged that her work as a contractor was unpaid for or for over 10 months from February to November 2013, when she brought it up. Oh, I should pause there. There's a period. Uh, when she brought it up as she was being hired permanently, she was reportedly told, quote, it's been so long already, it's not really a big deal, is it? End quote. Uh, later in her career, she was also not paid for voiceover work she did for the company's animated shows, such as Ruby. She also reported that she was encouraged to crunch, that she wasn't credited for the work she did, and was paid less than her coworkers below industry standards. Jensen said that she was also harassed by her acting manager, and when she reported it to HR when asked to confront her manager in a one-on-one meeting, Jensen said she was also called a slur for years by her coworkers, despite reporting it to HR repeatedly. A modified version of the slur was even used in videos she took part in. I know I'm not reading the next line. Yeah, it's <laughs> I'm just not there Ron, for reference. Yeah, no, I know the reference. I'm not Ron Burgundying myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rooster Teeth did issue a statement which said that, which said what you would expect and pointed to recent changes that moved the company in the right direction. In an internal message, General Manager Jordan Levin dismissed some of the accusations as past events, focusing on recent changes made and referred to unpaid VO work as a perk. Rooster Teeth, again, being pieces of shit. Yeah. They sound like they're going the way of G4. They sound like they needed to go the way of G4 10 years ago, or five yeah. years ago. And Just that wild. pains me because I How loved, the mighty have fallen. I, I loved Funhouse, and I really did enjoy Achievement Hunter with the, back in like 2010. Mm-hmm. But then Ray left, and I stopped watching. Yeah. Because Ray was my, my yep. catch to that. Yeah. So I watch Ray on Twitch now. I don't watch any of Rooster Teeth's content anymore. And Funhouse is the only thing I enjoy because I enjoy the people that are there mm-hmm. but it's like i'm not dealing no sorry yeah you're part of the no seems like there's a it's like a i don't know it's it's like it's i feel like we're, i'm at the age now where i like i blink and things change like it it seems like this like rooster teeth was you know the peak of rooster teeth was yesterday when it's been like like you were saying 10 years so, wild. G4, Resurgence, dead. Rooster Teeth, clearly a shell of its former self, and apparently its former self wasn't what we really thought it was to begin with. No, because if, apparently, you know, again, its former self is shit. Yeah. So. But again, you know, you watch an edited video and everything's fine. Yep. You know, life is pain. Existence is pain. What's the, uh... I, I I was gonna think. What's the eightfold path? Suffering is pain, or pain is suffering. Oh, existence is pain. Pain is suffering. Suffering is there's some like yeah. Is there's it, is there's it the, like is a, it the eightfold path. I don't know. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what it's called. Eightfold path was a. I'm gonna 
You look that up. Number three, League of Legends firm Riot Games has acquired Wargaming Sydney Development Studio. Wargaming Sydney was originally Big World, based in Australia and founded in 2002. Its Big World technology was used to serve over 30 MMO titles. The studio received the Guinness World Record for most players online simultaneously on one MMO server. The studio was purchased by Wargaming in 2012 for $45 million. The announcement also said that the studio will be rebranded as Riot Sydney and will go on to help develop Riot's titles such as League of Legends and Valorant. Uh, Wargaming Sydney's publishing team will remain under the Wargaming label. The entirety of the development force will become a part of Riot Sydney, and Wargaming uh, will still own and develop the Big World server technology. A full path is a Buddhist thing, and I'm entirely wrong in what I'm referencing. Mm. Were you backwards? You you were like polar opposites, weren't you? Where the eightfold path is like the polar opposite of what you were talking about. It, the eightfold path is just eight practices that you're supposed to like. You know, the right view, right resolve, right speech, right stuff like that. Mm. Uh, what is what am I thinking of? Just start typing it in. Come up. Riot. We've been watching, uh, well, I say we like I am. Nate has forced upon me when I come here. Whoa, hey, hey. The world of the, what's it called? Is it just worlds? What do you call this? This League of Legends tournament? Yeah, it's worlds. It's just worlds. worlds. We're watching worlds. And I find it's like once you. Once I've gotten through a few games and I can actually like acclimate to what's going on, it's been pretty fucking entertaining. Been it's been very enjoyable to watch. And there's this lovely trend that when a team starts to really like blow out another team, the casters just go nuts and just start shit talking the other team, and it's fantastic. But uh Yeah. It it's still Buddhism, but I can't find the the actual like. Is it like the Sith version of Buddhism? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like Buddhism that we know of as Buddhism is like Jediism, and then this is like the the evil side, the Sith code. It's gonna it's gonna bug me so bad about this. Fear leads to pain. Pain leads to suffering. Suffering leads to the dark side. Something like that. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember exactly. To what the it dark is. side, and they have cookies. <laughs> dark side. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm just crazy, but I'm almost positive it was some Buddhist thing because the whole thing was about suffering. It's just Buddhism. Hmm. Hmm. But it's it's like the what's the other one? There's the eightfold path and the the twelve something. I mean, you're, there's the twelve. There's the Catholicism thing with the twelve. That's twelve that's, stations or whatever. Well, I mean, there's ten commandments. I don't know much. I don't know enough Catholicism to go into the twelve. 
we're 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 going we're, off the we're rails. Doing, we're 100 doing this because it's it's gonna bug the hell out of me for the rest of this. I'm so sorry. In Buddhism, desire and ignorance lie at the root of suffering. By desire, Buddhists refer to crave craving pleasure. Okay, here we go. The Four Noble Truths. Oh, is that what it is? Life has inevitable suffering. There is a cause to our suffering. There is an end to our suffering. The end to suffering is contained in the eight, eight-fold path. Okay, so that, all right. Anyway. <laughs> Do you feel better now? <laughs> I feel that I'm not crazy. Well, I mean, you can feel that way. <laughs> but I don't know if the Buddhists would say that's true. Well, listen, they're not here to judge me. So, anyway, I have sucked you into the world's thing. Yep. It's pretty but, entertaining. But you've kind of like gotten hanging I've it. I've enjoyed it, yeah. it's It's been entertaining. He did watch uh, RNG versus T1 today. Yep. Game two and three of that series. Yeah, it was and a nice little, uh, it was a nice little, you know, there was, it was like, it was close. The second game was close. The second game was real close. In fact, it was a, technically a comeback. Yep. It was a, it was, it was a comeback, which was really funny because I literally asked, like, basically if comebacks happen often. And then we were, we were blessed with one. And then for the third game, we were blessed with like a fucking blowout. Uh, yeah, just which was just it. straight steamroll. T one steamrolling them, being like, "By the way, we're really good. We're probably better than you. So, like, <laughs> if you could just, why don't you sit down? If you could just stop now, be great." <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Hey, have you heard of this guy over here, Baker? This guy, <laughs> this guy, this, this guy, <laughs> this guy." <laughs> Number four, Microsoft has laid off hundreds of employees from across the entire range of the company. The combination of social media posts and Business Insider sources suggest the Xbox division was among those impacted by the redundancies, although it's not known how many staff have been let go. Studio Alpha, the Microsoft team dedicated to creating war gaming simulations, is expected to be cut as part of the Microsoft Mission Engineering Department, deprioritizing some projects that are already underway. An email from Mission Engineering head Zach Kramer said the company is having to, quote, make trade-offs as resources are not unlimited. And time is the scarcest of them all. I love quote. that quote. <laughs> that's a good quote. That's that's the quote that is on the front of a fantasy novel. Okay. Like like the tagline that some yeah. either the author or some reviewer wrote. Yep. Like, oh the uh <sighs> Not the Wheel of Time, because that's an actual book, but that's where I was gonna mm. go with it. Like the hourglass of time and or the this is this is like a, final days, and it says resources yeah, it's, are unlimited are not unlimited, and time is the scarcest of them all. Yeah, it's like the tagline you'd find on like a fucking like no name sci fi series. Yeah, yeah, yep. The world studio is, the alpha. world is ending. <laughs> they make war gaming simulations, so this isn't like a. This has to be like a. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Not a consumer-facing organization. No, probably not. It's probably dealt with their yeah, dealt 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 with their um dealt. Probably they have some AI stuff or whatever that 
was helping with wargaming sims and maybe they were using some wargaming sim stuff in like age of empires or something to like i wonder if it's related to the i mean i i don't know like did you see all that stuff about the hololens issues yeah it could very much be part of that yeah like tangentially related yeah (laughs) Mm. good stuff only the best number five Netflix's vice president of gaming, Mike Verdu, said that Netflix is, quote, seriously exploring a cloud gaming offering, end quote. While Verdu did not share details, he did suggest this will not be positioned as a platform in its own right. He told TechCrunch, quote, it's a value add. We're not asking you to subscribe. It's a console replacement. It's a completely different business model. The hope is our time that it the hope is over time that it just becomes this very natural way to play games wherever you are. End quote. When asked about Stadia's failure, Verdue argued that Google Services, quote, was a technical success, adding, quote, it was fun to play games on Stadia. It had some issues with the business model, end quote. Speaking of games, uh, Netflix is opening its fifth development studio, this one being in Southern California. Uh, this team will be led by Chico. I don't know how to say that. Chaco Sunny. Is that name you're familiar with? Nope. A former Overwatch executive producer who left Blizzard last year, shortly after the harassment and discrimination scandal emerged. Suspicious. Uh, Verdu <laughs> also discussed the company's upcoming slate of games. There are currently 35 mobile games available to subscribers, including Oxenfree, Into the Breach, and Desta, The Memories Between. A new title by Monument Valley Studio, Us Two Games. That's a bad name. Just be clear. Uh, Desta, the memory. No. Us Two. Us Two? Yeah. Because when you say it, in relation to a movement that happened, mm. Me Too, mm. Us Two is not correct. But it is two TWO. Yeah. But it's just funny. There's Me Too and Us Two, you know what I mean? Yep. I'm I'm picking up but now hey, hey, yo. Uh, Netflix has a further 14 games in development across its own studios with Verdue reporting there are a total of 55 in flight at the moment what, what is that I don't know in flight what the fuck does that mean when has that ever been referenced in gaming never clearly this is these these people are streaming people they don't know what the fuck they're talking about uh oh, losers <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna sum this sum this up. Uh, I had a coworker the other day was on his phone looking at news and stuff, or you know, as you do. And he goes, "Netflix makes games," and I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> she goes, "You uh, you validated all my thoughts. I appreciate yeah. that." Yeah. Number six, the original voice performer. Of the Bayonetta character has called for a boycott of Bayonetta 3 in advance of the game's release later this month. In a series of videos posted to Twitter, Helena Taylor uh, says she did not reprise the role for the third game in the series because Platinum Games lowballed her with its offered payment. Taylor said the final offer to do the whole game as a buyout flat rate was $4,000. Unhappy with the initial offer she had received, Taylor said she wrote to Platinum Games co-founder Hideki uh, Kamiya? Yep. Kamiya? Uh, asking to be paid what she was worth. She said Kamiya responded with a letter saying how much the studio and Bayonetta fans valued her contributions, followed by the aforementioned $4,000 offer. 
according to resources sources according to sources wow familiar with the matter and documents seen by bloomberg platinum planned to rehire taylor for bayonetta 3 for at least five sessions of work lasting four hours each with each paying between three thousand and four thousand dollars bloomberg reports that taylor asked for a six-figure sum as well as residuals on the game in response to Platinum's offer, which the studio refused before seeking out a replacement. So I read a little bit about this. Um, I, I, I'm assuming that what Bloomberg is saying is true. That she was offered, you know, roughly that would make it. We'll say like it was at like the fifteen high end five sessions. We'd say twenty k. Yeah, somewhere between fifteen and twenty thousand dollars, and apparently. For three to four thousand dollars per session for a for a four to five hour session, four hour session roughly, is like industry standard for like a good voice actor. Yeah. So like they were paying her basically they they offered to pay her like essentially what they would offer anyone else. Like the person that replaced her was Jennifer Hall or Hale. I don't know how you pronounce it. I believe it's Hale. Jennifer Hale, which she's like, you know, one of the most successful current female voice actors for video games. So, yeah. Interesting. Interesting situation. I'm always down with actors getting paid more. Oh, yeah, for sure. But. You know, if you're doing four hours of work and you're getting $4,000, sign me up. That's all I'm saying. Just remember, looking glasses are different. Uh, it's true. Because if that's the only thing you do all year. That's true. You're done. You're, you're screwed. It all depends on the perspective one has at the time. Yeah. Also, Come. residuals should just be part of that. Like, I even, you would think. The same way that you still see checks getting written to people that have like reruns of on TV. Yeah, one would assume it's it's kind of a weird situation though, because like then it's like, you know, developers don't get residuals generally. No, but they're, I, I mean, if they were a contractor, it'd be different. But they're usually employees of the studios; so they're on a salary. But like yeah, so a, it a gets, contractor would be a different discussion. It would be like the correct one, like an audio contractor. Yeah, it gets it gets a little weird. Again, with... It does, but I guess it's, it'd be one thing to be like you are the character versus you worked on it. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, like you're the actor. You are the actor, so you get the residual, not the cameraman who's just filming constantly. That you know what I mean? I get what you're saying, but like I think it gets kind of weird. Like if you're if we were talking like a lat like a like a Naughty Dog game where they're literally acting and like they are the character, or like sure. Versus, like, if you're a voice actor, it's a little bit different because, like, you're giving you're you're giving you're acting with your voice and you're giving them your voice, but you're not, you know, you're not contributing like the body language, the motion, all that. Like, sure, but aren't they all also still covered under? Aren't they unioned? Almost positive they are. Voice actors. I don't know. Maybe sounds good. Should be. They should be. They're not. Uh, number seven, Microsoft's plans to build a new game store were made public last week in a regulatory, regulatory filing shared by the Competition and Markets Authority. In the document, the firm describes plans for a next-generation game store, which operates across a range of devices, including mobile. 
driven by the addition of Activision Blizzard's content. Should the deal go through? The filing states that the acquisition will provide Microsoft with capabilities and content on mobile, which it currently lacks. It describes this as a new Xbox mobile platform designed to compete with other mobile storefronts, including Apple App Store and Google Play. The filing reads, quote, shifting consumers away from Google Play Store and the App Store on mobile devices. I don't want to stop that, Google. On mobile devices will, however, require a major shift in consumer behavior. Microsoft hopes that by offering well-known and popular content, gamers will be more inclined to try something new. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Dun, dun, dun. Two the things. plot thickens. I appreciate all the things that are we're learning about Microsoft and Sony just because of regulators, you know, being like, oh, should we let them buy this company? Yeah. And the second thing is you switched off our order now. You read two in a row. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Um, Didn't even realize it. What was the other one that I didn't put it in here, but um, Microsoft believes that Sony, that uh, Marvel Wolverine is releasing in 2023. Yeah. Which that was the other random one. Yeah, I saw that like Microsoft thinks Sony's releasing a game next year, and I was like, "Why the fuck is that coming out? Uh, Are they just well, literally slinging things against each other? Because this is great." We're we're about to talk about the Silent Hill showcase, yep, and the Resident Evil showcase, yep. and I have developed a theory 
with a, a coworker. And um, because there was the rumor that Sony was going to hold a state of play event and then they postponed it slash canceled it because they were afraid that it would make them look bad after all this shit they were talking about Microsoft and stuff. Like they didn't want regulators to be like, oh, they got plenty of exclusive games and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think that the Silent Hill and the Resident Evil were originally meant to be, well, Silent Hill at least, were originally meant to be in the Sony state of play. Because we got very little notice on the state of play. We got like two or three day notice on the yeah, state yeah. of play. And which is kind of weird. So. Attracts, and, and it's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. But it tracks with everything I've said. Yeah. Sony's bad at being the victim. <laughs> I feel like they say things and they do things and they're like, fuck, we got, how are we going to make this come true? Like, there's, there's just like that one person. <laughs> I'm just picturing like a, a, a village, right? And there's the house on fire. Hmm. And everybody's standing out front going, there's absolutely no way our arsonist child lit that house on fire. Everybody's like, what? No, that's like exactly who you... And no, there's absolutely no way it was clearly that one over there. And it's like this Girl Scout selling cookies, being, <laughs> you know, Microsoft in this example, just hanging out selling cookies like... I just want to. Do you want to buy some cookies? Like I don't. I don't know what you're yelling at me for. There was no way it was our arsonist son. And then in the background, all you see is their arsonist son with a blowtorch, like walking away from the fire, going like, (laughs) (laughs) and then Sony kind of glancing back, going, "Oh shit, (laughs) how do we handle Uh, that?" (laughs) The other thing that came out, which I think we knew already, was that, um, part of the Activision PlayStation arrangement is that it can't show up on game pass which i think we kind of knew that already but yeah okay (laughs) oh it's just it's chaos it just sony is so dumb that it astounds me sometimes when they open their mouths yeah i mean i i don't know does not seem the only thing i can think it's like the only this is just off the top of my head that i just had this thought and like i'm wondering if they don't they don't have any plans and they don't want to do any more acquisitions and they are basically they like forced to do acquisitions yeah because microsoft is will just buy everybody else is just buying everything so they're like all right well here's our chance let's yeah because we don't care let's try to sink the ship for everyone yeah there is a little bit of that back to the girl scout cookie thing now now i'm picturing sony holding back like a truckloads worth of girl scout cookies mm-hmm. and then screaming and pointing at somebody going hey you're not allowed to have Girl Scout cookies. And they're going, but you have, like, slowly like, glancing back to realize that they left the back door of the truck open mm-hmm. to just show boxes on boxes going, no, <laughs> no, we don't. And slowly shutting the door. Like, uh, you're not allowed to have exclusives over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank, we have, like, 45 exclusives we need to announce in the next three months. 
Shut the fuck up. I'm making a point. <laughs> well, now they're all fucking delayed, aren't they? <laughs> Weird. They're delayed until this is over. Shut up. Uh, Sally. All right, number eight. Oh, cool. After years of rumors, Konami has finally dragged its dead horse out from some for some more beatings. <laughs> Metal Gear is back. They've announced five new Silent Hill projects. Holy shit. What is this? What is it, Assassin's Creed? Yup. Uh, Alright, here, here they are. I'm just going to list them out. Silent Hill 2 Remake. A remake of 2001 Silent Hill 2, now in development for PlayStation 5 and PC, which I believe it's a 12-month timed exclusive. That's what I read somewhere, so I don't know if that's accurate. The game is being developed by Bloober Team, uh, the studio behind the horror series Layers of Fear, which is working with the series' regular artist Masahiro Ito and composer Akira Yamioka. Yamioka. Next up, we have Silent Hill Townfall, revealed only with a teaser trailer. Spin-off Silent Hill Townfall is being developed in partnership with No Code Studios, the indie indie developer behind horror hits Observation and Stories Untold, with publisher Anna Perna Interactive. I need to readjust my seating position because I'm slouching and having trouble speaking. Been there, I say, slouching across from him. Uh, then we have Silent Hill F. Another spinoff, Silent Hill F, is the work of Neobards Entertainment, a Taiwanese-based, Taiwanese, Taiwan-based, there's, there's no Taiwanese, Taiwanese in that at all. studio that was founded in February 2017. Uh, the game story will be written by uh, Ryushiki 07, a Japanese visual novel creator best known for stories about psychological and supernatural horror. I watched the little video tied to this one. Okay. And I could have went without watching it. Fair enough. It was horror. disturbing. It was horrible. A woman, uh, there's a girl floating across. The, it ends with this girl floating across a pond in front of a uh, ja- traditional Japanese shrine. Okay, yeah. The the gates, the what are they called? The uh I I know what you mean. The, yeah, the gate the yeah the central gates, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are they ah yeah, they're gonna bug me. And um she is slowly being covered by flowers and turning into flowers, and then it zooms in on her face, and then her face peels off like it was cut. Face peels off and you see like her you know, or like sinuses and brain and stuff. Oh interesting. And I was like, you know, I could have went without seeing that. Like, it reminds me a little bit of the, uh, not that you've watched it, the, but the movie. Oh, it's a sci-fi movie that I watched on Amazon. What the hell was the name of it? Not the sh- the Shimmer. No. Natalie Portman and a bunch of other. It's like a female crew. There is this Shimmer that they like go. Oh, to. um, I can't remember what it's called. It has uh, Oscar Isaac in it as well. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. It's not the Shimmer. It's um, 
something with an E, maybe? Not the Expanse. Not that. No, but it's like similar to that. It's like, um, but yeah, yeah. They, essentially they yep. they find multiple people that have died that have like essentially become full plants. Mm-hmm. And it's just like what the hell. No face peeling though. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Silent Hill Ascension, described as an interactive streaming series. Silent Hill Ascension is a collaborative between Bad Robot Games, Behavior Interactive, GenVid Entertainment, which is the studio behind The Walking Dead Last Mile, um, and DJ2 Entertainment, the company behind Sonic the Hedgehog movies. Uh, this will enable the audience to collectively, collectively decide where the narrative leads and will be made available on, quote, multiple platforms. So a massive uh, multiplayer choose your own adventure kind of. You, know? you remember that? What was that Netflix doc show? Uh, I don't remember what it was called. I almost said Baba Ganoush, and I know that's not it. Wasn't it. it wasn't it like a Black Mirror one? It was like Black Mirror or something, and but it like, was yeah, whatever it was. Baba Duke? Nope, that's a different movie. No, that's yeah. not bug me. But yeah, it was a you like played along with it on your phone or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that was same thing. It's, I mm-hmm. I assume this is in that same thing. Yep. And then finally, we have Return to Silent Hill. Konami announced a new movie adaption of the series. Return to Silent Hill is being directed by horror film uh, director Christopher Gans, who worked on the original Silent Hill movie that debuted in 2006. And that was it for Silent Hill. Plenty of Silent Hill. Everyone's losing their goddamn minds about it. But, you know, that's life. Silent Hill, man. Silent Hill. Actually, weirdly, uh, about two weeks ago, I watched a little documentary video on YouTube about the town that Silent Hill is like. Oh, based yeah. Based on the one with the coal fires. Yeah, the coal fires in Pennsylvania. Yep. I have to be getting lost in that town. I was there's bored re- on the way back from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Like, yeah, why not? I mean, there's really like no town there anymore. It's kind of weird. Well, then there's like some houses and stuff. But yeah, there's like a couple houses, but most of it's torn down. Some nobody, overgrown I think streets. The, I think the final person finally died. Oh, really? Like there was one, one either died or finally moved. There was only like one person left mm-hmm. living in the town. Wild. Doesn't really matter. The fire is like well past the town, so it's like yeah. But it was the whole thing was like they could they literally never could put it out, and mm-hmm. they didn't know what would happen. Like. Is there a chance that just the mine explodes and blows up the town? Just going to keep burning. It's still crazy to me. It is. It's wild. It is crazy. You know how it got started? I don't remember. I've watched the video on it. Um, The town held a yearly like burn pit for all of its like collective like refuse and garbage that it had collected. Okay. And they accidentally... Basically, they, they burned a hole into the mine, essentially. Yes. Yep. Love that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, our bad. Didn't mean to have to evacuate everybody. For <laughs> we'll garbage. fix that later. Yeah, no big deal. Uh, yeah, it's not going to go out. <laughs> Define not going to go out. <laughs> you know what we could go for in this society? A sentence I didn't want to preface this way, but <laughs> a new Silent Hill movie. 
with look. the way with the way that CG is now. Yeah, I mean, it could it could be pretty nuts. It could be disgusting. Yeah, I mean, I probably think of all the old ones. Girl, oh, I remember. Pyramid fed face ripping the body off. Yeah, that's the one. The that's the one that did me was the fucking but now pyramid that... head ripping the skin off the, 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 I think it was a woman. Yeah. Ripping the skin off the woman and throwing it out a door. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> now put that in 4K. Yeah, right? 4K with like. The, the, it's that shot and the other one I remember being like the child or whatever that had the barbed wire like shooting all over the place, like through her or whatever. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Like being lifted above the like pits of hell or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Classic. But yeah, all all you need is just the don't even name the movie Silent Hill. Just send off into the fog, have the siren go off, and here we go. Mm-hmm. Such just iconic Silent Hill siren. Yeah, you know, you know what it is. Yeah, Pyramid Head. You know who that is. That's it. Pyramid Head. You know he was apparently inspired by a character in Braveheart. Really? Yeah. I think it came out because they were talking about Silent Hill stuff, but apparently that he was inspired by a guy that's like one of the fighters that's like somewhere in the background background or whatever of Braveheart. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Resident Evil number nine also held a little showcase. Here's the goods. Capcom kicked off the show with a new trailer for the upcoming Resident Evil Village DLC, The Winter's Expansion. Resident Evil Reverse is still coming out on October 28th. It will be free for all owners of Resident Evil Village or Resident Evil Village Gold Edition. Capcom announced it will fully support crossplay and showed off new gameplay feature locations and characters from Village. Capcom also announced the release date for new cloud versions of Resident Evil Village. RE7, RE2 Remake, and RE3 Remake coming to Nintendo Switch. RE2's cloud version releases on November 11th of this year. After that, RE3 on November 18th, and finally RE7 on December 16th. Resident Evil Village is also making the leap to Max on October 28th, with the Winter's Expansion DLC coming at a later unannounced date. So hey, if you like playing on a Mac, there you go. Uh, they also showed new gameplay of Resident Evil 4 Remake. Capcom say, says, says, says folks who buy the game on PS4 will be able to upgrade to the PS5 version for free. The new remake is out on March 24th, 2023. And if I'm being honest, Matt, it looks sexy. Yeah, there. That what is that engine called? The R? Is it just called Re? It's got a weird name. Yeah. Whatever man. the new engine is, they have that they're doing all the remakes in. It's beautiful. it's good. Yeah, it's got it's got it going. It's good for their games. Uh, I don't know this cloud thing that they spoke of. Like, what's that all about? You know? No. Okay. Saw it mentioned. Didn't care enough to look into it. But I was like, all right, cool. All right, number 10. Blizzard has announced that the World of Warcraft Dragonflight pre-patch will launch next week on October 25th. Next week's pre-patch is the first of two pre-expansion patch phases. According to Blizzard, each phase of the pre-expansion patch will go live with a variety of features with next week's features, including the following. Talent system revamp. Players will be able to explore and set their new class talent trees, including the ability to save different loadouts tailored to their choice of gameplay. A heads-up display 
Heads-up display user interface changes. I hate that. Yeah, it's dumb. User, uh, the first phase of updates for the HUD UI revamped gives players the ability to customize. Accessibility features. A variety of new features that will include press and hold spellcasting, interact keys, gamepad support, and more. Uh, Rated Solo Shuffle, a new PvP mode that has previously been a brawl, will become queuable as new rated as new rated mode joining 2v2, 3v3, and rated battlegrounds as a means to earn elite PvP rewards. New class and race combos, which is um, let's see here, players selecting any player works will be able to make a rogue, priest, or mage with more selections coming online as they become available in the future. And then phase two of the pre-patch will go live next month on November 15th and will include the following changes. New racing class, Drakthir Evoker. New zone, the Forbidden Reach. Play through the starting zone for WoW's newest hero class, the Drakthir Evoker. The two things you just mentioned. What's that? <laughs> so the two yeah, the first just... of two previous things I just mentioned. <laughs> yeah. New dungeon, Alderman, Legacy of Tear. Is it Tear? Yes. Yeah, it is just like the god. Okay. In-game events, Primal Storms. Ward off attacks from the Primalists. With new quests and world events leading into Dragonflight's launch. So yeah. There it is. You got your dates. It begins. It begins. Um, the anticipation is palpable. You got your plan set up for, I mean, do you know what you're doing for your classes and everything? It's pre-patched. I, gotta, I still got another bug. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. Asking Tuesday, depending on how bad the server situation is, Tuesday when it goes live will be me logging in and trying to figure out talent trees in all my classes. Mm-hmm. After that, maybe try to slam some Mythic Plus with those to kind of like feel things out, see yeah. how they all go. Uh, and then after that, sit on my hands until the 15th so I can get my Evoker two levels and be like, whoo. I did a thing. That's done. Now I can wait until launch. December? November. Launching in November. 28th. 28th. They already had a date. I don't know why Pending. I'm asking that. They don't delay it. Although I do have to say, I feel like this time around, there's more structure to the plans. Don't tell that to a WoW player. Don't okay. tell that to the doomers of the one percent of i mean i maybe i'm crazy i don't know but that's what it feels like uh to me i'm just excited for new wow yeah more wow get me out of shadowlands get me into yeah i've seen the memes have fun with the the new talents you know the 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 warlords of draenor had maybe i judged you too soon ah yeah yeah, there's a bunch of that oh was i was i a good expansion no you're the worst you know yeah uh warlords of draenor no i still hate you more than shadowlands um, and I hate BFA more than both of those. So, but I'm an outlier. It depends. It's a lot on personal experience. And I fuck both those expansions. I hate them. Uh, I hate Burning Crusade is about the same amount. The <laughs> Do you like any of the expansions other than Wrath? Legion. Legion. Okay. He's got minus two. The, minus the beginning. Legion beginning was terrible. Mop was a lot of fun. Let's be honest. If I couldn't, if I could live at Half Hill and just farm. 
I'd fucking do it. All right. Half Hill Market, just making best friends with everybody in town, farming your crops, man. There wasn't he's, a better daily he's a, quest. He's a panda guy. I was not a panda at the time. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm sorry. I was an undead warlock. I didn't mean to assume your race. It, it better not. I think I'm just bouncing around on my big panda gut. Maybe. Huh? I don't know. Sounds pretty good to me. I listen, I do it sometimes. That's not often. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Kata, I enjoyed. Had a lot of fun in Kata. <clears throat> the beginning of Legion, I, I didn't like. Mainly because the legendary shit was so stupid. I enjoyed the zones and like the questing and stuff, but I and I all the the like supreme class fantasy artifact power the way they did it in the beginning was really dumb as well. But the legendary system was worse than that. Legendaries were literally random chance drop on anything, and it was a random legendary, so it doesn't mean it's your best one. So it was just pain and suffering. Pretty common for any games that require loot. Yeah. I just want to mess around with the new talent trees. I mean, I have access to beta, so I can do it. But, like... Yeah. You're not really, want, you're never really sure until... Right. I just want them on live, and then I... Because I want to just get to the point where I have everything ready, and then launch night happens, and I'm good. I'm, you know, let's go. Yeah. I'm ready. Let's go. I go in. I go pew pew. Then go boom boom. Die die. That's all I want. Anyway, you ready for some quick stuff? Sure am. Minus the paragraph that I see coming. All right. AMD will hold a live stream for its next-gen GPUs on November 3rd at 4 p.m. Maybe you can get a new craft card. Maybe if it's not, uh, literally my kidney. Number two, the National Labor Relations Board approved the Blizzard Albany QA team's efforts to seek a vote on unionization. Number three, EA Sports announced that it will be investing $11 million in yeah, women's soccer via its Starting Eleven fund. The initiative intends to grow the sport as it will fund in-game league, club, and athlete investments. Number four, the Alan Wake remaster is available now on the Nintendo Switch, and for a limited time, it's discounted at 20% before it goes back up to the usual twenty nine ninety nine, and that is only on there because Matt and I enjoy Alan Wake. Number five. Bethesda Senior Game Designer and Games Industry Veteran Federal... Oh, no way. Am I slow? I'm going to slow down for this. <laughs> Bethesda Senior Game Designer and Games Industry Veteran Ferret Baudin... Baudoin? 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 Has died. <laughs> <laughs> That's not... I did not read the rest of that sentence before I finished that. But... But... Do... Not Baudoin. There's no way it's Baudoin. I wonder, if it's, I wonder if it's Baudouin. 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 Maybe. Uh, began working in games as a QA tester at Activision in 1997. At Obsidian Entertainment, he was lead designer on Neverwinter Nights 2. And while working at Bioware, he served as senior designer on Dragon Age 2. During his 10-year stint at Bethesda, he worked on Fallout 4, Fallout 76, and he also listed Starfield on his resume. Number six, UK regulators have opened a public call for evidence regarding Microsoft's purchase of Activision Blizzard. I got they're, your I got your evidence right here. <laughs> they're basically soliciting the public for their thoughts. Hey, UK, you you already screwed up asking the public what to do the first time, and you voted for Brexit. So how about you just shut the fuck up? 
Number seven, according to Obsidian Entertainment co-founder. <laughs> Why did you do this to me in the short ones? <laughs> co-founder Fergus Ukerhart, he and his team would, without any doubt, make a Fallout game. PlayStation's DualSense Edge, Sony's version of the Elite Controller, will release globally on January 26th for $200. 200 mother trucking doll hairs. I like that when we were talking about that with Dewey, I was like, I feel like you can get the Elite Gen 1 for like 150 and you know, and then you're just like, by the way, Gen 2 is 155 and I was like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and not to be like outdone, Microsoft also you can now fully customize the Elite too. And they probably also will price drop it on January 26th. Yeah. Weird timing, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Number nine, Crisis Remastered Trilogy comes to Steam on November 17th. Oh, no. Number 10, EA and Maxis provided a first tease for the next iteration of The Sims, currently co-named Project Renee. A much more in-depth furniture and decorating editor was shown, and Maxis promised more multiplayer options and the ability to play cross-platform between mobile and PC consoles. David Grival, the game director for the Splinter Cell remake, has left Ubisoft. And with that, Ubisoft said, what Splinter Cell remake? <laughs> Number 12, Fallout 3, Game of the Year edition is free on Epic Games. So you know what I'm claiming after this. <laughs> Number 13, don't know how it will affect games, but the United States announced new restrictions that ban U.S. semiconductor equipment suppliers from exporting to China. That is a mat headline in a nutshell. Trailers! Hey, Unbound Gameplay happened in RRR. Go watch both of those. Uh, number 15, Rumor Mill. RRR, by the way, just watch RRR's trailer. The movie's on Netflix after you watch it. You can go watch yeah. the movie. Um, but watch the RRR trailer, and then tell me what you think it was. The I had meant to watch the Unbound Gameplay, because I'm genuinely curious, but I didn't do it, of what it actually looks like. Oh, we can, we can check it out before you leave. Uh, number 15, Rumor Mill. Insider Gaming is claiming that the Crew 3, known as Project Orlando, might have been renamed to Motorfest. <laughs> dumb. Uh, There's multiple dumb things going on here. Letter right? B, Bungie might be reviving its Marathon IP for a squad-based extraction shooter. Per Tom Henderson, the new Marathon is being designed as an ultimate example of a living game, with seasons, events, and other live service staples being a part of the game. And now that Bungie is owned by EA, or no, by, sorry, Sony, they went, what, Destiny? Man, yeah, marathon. <laughs> uh, C, according to Jeff Grubb, EA is planning a shorter marketing campaign for Star Wars Jedi Survivor. We're going to start talking about it in December and go right into release. Do it. No cojones. Do it. Don't be a bitch. Do it. <laughs> just, just you in a boardroom with a bunch of EA exec executives. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> anyway, uh, seven days, what you been up to? Not a whole hell of a lot. I mean, you know, doing my normal thing, watching some things at night when I get a couple of minutes, like some animes, um, watching Andor, best fucking Star Wars thing that Disney's ever put out. Um, finished Rings of Power last week, last weekend. And, uh, that's about it. Um, might play some Phasmophobia this weekend. What? We'll see, though. What? <laughs> we'll see. 
Other than that, just waiting. I think I think the only thing I'm gonna ever I'm I think I'll be able to play God of War when it comes out, so I'm looking forward to that. I want one of us, one of the three of us, the three of us being the third person that's not here and you don't know him because he works with me. Okay. Needs to buy F1 Manager. Okay. One of us has to do it because I'm pretty sure we're all just like at least curious. Of like, what is is that game doing over there? Huh, interesting. Yeah. Because there is is part of me where like I want to buy it and then just like during winter at work where there's nobody just have it on a giant screen and be like all right so we got to move pit lanes here and do <laughs> don't go over the budget cap yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a topical uh, reference <laughs> current events i'm surprised it's not on some subscription thing like it's like you know not on game pass or something like that who I don't makes... remember who owns it. Yeah, I was going to a... say EA because maybe it is on EA Play, but I might be wrong about that. Because they own EA has F1. They have 20, 2022 or 2023 F1. F1 Manager 2022. Developed and published by Frontier Developments. Oh, I see what the... It's the first installment in the F1 Manager series and the first licensed manager game since F1 Manager by EA Sports. That doesn't make any sense. That's a weird sentence. Unreal Engine 4. Yeah. Oh. So are you saying there's more than just F1 in this? Do I have Formula 2 and Formula 3 as well? Interesting. Anyway. Yeah. Um. That's about it. Other than, you know, random shit. Um, my... I'm eyeballing. I got a weird one for you. Oh, okay. Um, Samantha has requested a new computer for photo editing. As she does. And I think I might get an Intel GPU for it. Because that's the one fucking thing they're good at. Is That's true. Is uh, production stuff, specifically a lot of the Adobe stuff, and specifically Lightroom Classic. Interesting. So, I'm like... It's it's like a win win because it's like a they're cheap. B, you know, I get the fun of trying it out. C, I'm not really using it, so when it sucks, I don't care. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Someone else is using it, and they'll just complain. And I'll just be like, oh well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, but so, they don't even know. Yeah. So that's that's it. That's all I got going on. What you got going on? Uh, just just living living life. Life do be living type of thing. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, no, just getting ready for pre-patch, doing some other stuff, playing some other games in the meantime. It's got a fancy-ass fucking standing desk now. I do. Electric. 
Boogie, woogie, woogie. Big honking piece of wood. Not the one in his pants either. The desk. I'm talking about his desk. Goes up and down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, canceled. Both butcher block cut some meat up on him. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't like what that means. <laughs> I know that's, a, that's kind of weird imagery. Silent Hill shit right there. <laughs> yeah, good luck sleeping tonight. Think about that. You <laughs> thought the no face girl was your worst image in your head. That was weird. Yeah, but yeah, it does. It does be going up and down. It's up and down, as it should. Hasn't fallen apart. Hasn't fallen apart yet, so that's true. And we built it, yeah. But the thing is built like a brick shit house. It is lots of thread locker, and it is it is a dirty bitch. Yeah, so yeah, good that's stuff. All, I got. all right, then. Well, in seven days, we you shall hear from us again. Until then, toodaloo, bye bye, shalom, see you later. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.